Coming up on Education Talk, we're unlocking the potential for every student and every possibility. From credit recovery and dropout retrieval to career and professional certification, the pathways are endless. It's time to connect the dots, and it starts right now. One, two, three, four. It's time for our weekly education discussion. It's getting better all the time. Featuring students, teachers, and business partners in the Polk County Public Schools. It's getting better. It's a little better. All the time. This is Education Talk. Get interactive now with Talk 1430 WLKF. Good afternoon, Polk County. This is Jessica Hall and Jeanette Crowley again sitting with you. It's Tuesday afternoon, and that means it's time to talk education. Welcome to the show. Yes, welcome Polk County. We love every Tuesday from 5 to 6 because we get to talk about all the great things going on within our school system. So we have a great show planned today. And if you tuned in last week, we had a, a full preview of all of our sports programs and we hope that you guys have been out supporting our teams, all of our teams, girls and boys, falls athletics. And um, I know some of them have been rained out over the time, but uh, we hope that you guys have stayed intentional and diligent to support our teams. On the show today, as you heard, we are talking multiple pathways, and we've got in the studio with us Mark Hutak. He is the assistant superintendent of the Multiple Pathways Department, and we want to go ahead and welcome you to the show. So welcome in, Mark. Why, thank you. So Mark is joining us. He is a, he's new to the Polk County Public Schools family, and uh, so we want to give you an official welcome um, over here in Polk County. You are joining us from Hillsborough County, right? Yep, 23 years in Hillsborough County. Polk's been very good to me so far. And you've been with us about two months now. I have gotten to hear you speak um, to several different groups. And I definitely, as I've listened, appreciated you bring a very fresh perspective to our county. And um, it's always good to hear, I think, an outsider come in right away and recognize that there's a lot of strength here. So why don't you go ahead and, and start off the show today by sharing with us just your first impression of Polk County Public Schools um, coming from a, over there in the Bay. Okay. Well, I can tell you that in, uh, a first impression has been Polk County has a lot going on. I mean, they've got a lot of great programs in their high schools, their middle schools, their technical colleges, their adult education programs. It, it's really amazing when you sit down and you think about the job of, of what has to happen in education to be able to bring these youngsters, uh, you know, through the academic side of, of curriculum and, and getting them to the point where they're ready to move on to another stage of their life. And seeing them go through middle school and getting into high school and then, you know, the opportunities that we provide in Polk County are unlike anything I've ever really been exposed to. Uh, the, the, the different aspects of our division mm -hmm. uh, are just such a wide array of services. It's, it's very refreshing. And you would think, you know, you're coming from Hillsborough County, um, you know, a very developed area. And Central Florida in general has just um, got a lot to offer students. Uh, so... You know, I know here in Polk, we're kind of nestled between two really heavily populated areas. But as you said, there's really a whole lot happening right here in Polk County. And you stepped into an assistant superintendent position over division, uh, the multiple pathways division, which specifically highlights all the different things that we have to offer. So um, I mean, what was your what was your first take when you kind of came in and you saw Polk has dot, 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 dot going on right now? Well, uh, initially, I, I was just incredibly impressed because what winds up happening is, is, is you th 
traditionally in education, you tend to think about those standard things that happen. When I was a when I was a middle school principal or when I was a high school principal in Hillsborough County, you know, you, you tend to think about what it takes to get students through and what their next step is and and what is it that you can do to particularly drive the economy and, and make sure that that you're preparing them for their next step, whether they're going to a technical college or they're going to a university or whether they're ready to go hit the workforce. And I was just amazed when I got to Polk County um, of the opportunities, particularly in the K-12 side. And when we talk about K-12, obviously, we're referring to the elementary, middle, and high schools uh, pieces. And I was just amazed that, you know, Polk County has got well over 120 academies within the middle schools and high schools that lead to job credentialed skills and those uh, those opportunities to close those skill gap so that these students have the ability to to come out of high school knowing what it is they want to do and 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 obtain those skills in case they do go right to the workforce or you know kind of get a foot up if they're going to move into a technical college or a, a a true college program and one thing we also mention on this show is just how large Polk County is and how spread out we are. So we're larger than Save Rhode Island. Our school buses travel nearly um, over 40,000 miles within the school day. So speaking of multiple pathways, tell us a little bit more about those possibilities in a little bit more detail about that we have for our students here. Okay. So really the, the division that, that I'm involved with, the multiple pathways division, really is comprised of, of five main components uh, the five main components, obviously, are the K-12 career and technical programs. So all of those extra programs that the students get to experience above and beyond their English, math, science, and social studies, whether they're through middle school or high school, uh, all of those elective programs, those business courses, those vocational courses, uh, preparing them for, for business, the workforce, you know, all of those career and technical programs are huge uh, you know, we, we have over a third of our high school students enrolled in an academy in Polk County. Wow. Uh, that, that's over 10,000 of our students a year involved in academies. And those academies uh, pull those students through courses that allow them the opportunity to get into some industry uh, credentials. Many of them get these. We probably had over 3,000 certifications last year where students earned some type of a certification that they can take out into the job field and say, hey, everybody, take a look at me. I've got, I've got a, uh, an industry certification right now that can tell you that, that you know, I'm specialized in something. So obviously that K-12 career uh, and technical programs is a big piece within the division. We also, in the, in the uh, multiple pathways side, uh, oversee all of the virtual programs for the school district. And, you know, everybody recognizes that much of education has, has gone to online programs. We've got a lot of software uh, available for our students to make up credits. Our virtual programs start at all levels for the kids, elementary, middle, and high school. They have the ability in many cases to make up credits if they need credits. Or, you know, in some cases, some students have these, uh, these pathways of their own personal interests. And sometimes when they commit a lot of their extra time to these other types of courses, they need to go back in and take some of these virtual courses to make up for it. You know, kids that need to take multiple sections of band or something like that, for example. They may need to go take a course online because they can't fit it into their schedule. So the virtual programs are, are obviously a big piece. We also deal with the uh, all the alternative education and Department of Juvenile Justice components to the school district. So for those programs that, uh, you, you know, whether students find themselves in an awkward position, maybe they... Uh, 
they have a, a little bit of a problem in their school and they get moved out for various reasons, you know, we've got we've to work with those students, provide them the services they need so that they can come back into their schools and become successful. That's always a big one. Um, and then, of course, we also have to work with the sheriff's office. You know, sometimes students, and they're young and immature, they make poor decisions. And when that happens, you know, society can't shut their door on them. We've got to provide education to them. And uh, we've got to keep the, keep the train rolling so that when they get put back into a position where they can go back to their homes or back into society, you know, they don't skip a beat. And that's a pretty, pretty responsible part of our department as well. We also work heavily with the, uh, the adult education and workforce education programs. Traditionally, and I, and I know we're going to have somebody speak in just a few minutes on the adult education programs, but those adult education programs are really designed to reach out into our community and get those students that never earned a high school diploma or that need to learn how to speak English uh, and, and develop whatever it is that we can develop to keep those, uh, those obstacles that are keeping them from getting gainful employment uh, on the adult side. So we work with them as well. And last but not least, we've also got this multiple pathways piece that we call it. And uh, th that's where we create these special programs across the district because one size doesn't always fit all. Yeah. And one of the things that we do certainly is to take some of these students maybe that have lost ground in school. Maybe they're behind on their credits. Um, maybe they had life occurrences that have slowed them down. And we bring them into some of these specialized programs throughout the district. And we'll have uh, a guest speaker today on that as well um, to be able to talk about what some of these programs are. So it's a, it's a very multifaceted division, and we serve lots and lots of students with lots and lots of priorities. We do. And, you know, as you said, you know, there are so many different pathways available to all of our students um, in, in Honestly, more branches to this department than even I realized, and I'm and I've been a part of it for a while. So there are a lot of um, a lot of fingers in in a lot of pots and a lot of things pieces at play. Um, before we go to break, I want to ask you really quick about the We Three Expo, which I know is our annual event. It's coming up in November, and um, it, it happens right across the street of the Lakeland Center from where we're at here at the studio. But um, it's kind of put on partnership with, as you mentioned, our academies, our Polk Academies Advisory Board. Um, tell everybody a little bit about what that event actually is and who can come. Well, it's a, it's a three-day event, and the first two days are really designed for mostly for our students that we're going to bring in throughout the county uh, to come and see. But originally when it started, it was, it was to showcase some of the career and technical programs uh, that the schools offered and allow kids the opportunity to to come and see what the workforce is like through partnerships and businesses they would bring folks out and, and allow students the opportunity to experience what's happening in the uh, real world uh, but what's also occurred now is is we've recognized that it's an awesome opportunity for our school district to showcase all of the happenings yeah. in what's happening in Polk County Schools so we're going to have all of the schools there. We're going to have all of our programs there. And anybody that's got a program or a school or anybody that has any questions about the school district, we invite them to come out. The first two days, we'll have student field trips coming out from all the schools. And then on that Saturday, uh, we will invite the general public to come out. 
and it's just a great opportunity to connect with your schools. If your child is, uh, is going to be exiting a particular grade level this year and maybe moving to the next level from, say, elementary to middle or middle to high, you know, we recognize that parents have a lot of opportunities. And this is a great opportunity uh, for them to come out and make some decisions about whether or not these uh, students are, are uh, where they're going to head the following year. So it's a, it's a great public activity. Sounds good. I encourage community business partners and uh, parents to all come out to that because it is a great showcase for all the great things that we have going on in Polk County Schools. I've been there many, many years, and um, I love it because I love seeing all those buses come in with the students and uh, you know having kids in the uh, public school system. Uh, it's a great opportunity for them to see that. So. Yeah, and I think if um, partners are interested in getting involved, you can find out more information at we3expo.com. When we get back to the break, we are going to talk with a few of the guests who are a part of that event, also uh, part of this Multiple Pathways Division. You are listening to Education Talk on Talk 1430 and Talk 96.7. Welcome back to Education Talk. Jessica Hall and Jeanette Crowley in studio today. We are talking with the Division of Multiple Pathways here in our Polk County Public Schools. And we want to remind you that this show is brought to you each and every week by Ridge and Travis Technical Colleges. Um, they are your pathway for post-secondary education. And they're an option right here around the corner for you, both the east and west side of the counties. And they offer eight of the top ten fastest growing careers in the country. You can find out all kinds of information about the programs that they have available on their websites, ridge.edu and travis.edu. And uh, I'm scrolling through here right now. There's a lot of options. You can get a career in avionics, aircraft maintenance technology, or you can start with your uh, adult high school diploma and basics of uh, general education, your GED. You can get all these options. You can find them, again, ridge and travis.edu. What do you think, Jeanette? Um, great show we've got lined up for today. And we were talking previously with the assistant superintendent of Multiple Pathways, Mark Hutek. I appreciate his uh, fresh take on our county. I agree. I agree. I think he's hit the ground running. So we're welcoming in now to the show um, John Wilson. He is over at Real Academy, and that is R-E-A-L dot 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 Real Academy. Welcome to the show, John. <laughs> Thank you. Good afternoon. He's grinning ear to ear because um, do you get uh, any pe people coming coming in and they see your name and they're like, "What is the what are the dots for?" What are the dots for? <laughs> well, the acronym Real Academy stands for Reaching Every Adolescent Learner. So you know, as as I mentioned, we've been talking about multiple pathways, and you know, if you're not within our Polk County Public School System, sometimes all of the words kind of get lost. Um, it's hard to really know which department you should be heading to for which answer. But, um, you know, the cool thing about this particular division is that this is like a one-stop shop for every alternative option, as, as Mr. Hutank just kind of um, shared with us. So where does Real Academy fall on the map within all these pathways? Well, um, there's an educational researcher I heard speak many years ago named Larry Lazat, and he liked to say that all students can learn. They just don't all learn the same way or at the same rate. And uh, as Mark has explained uh, to you, the multiple pathways is in recognition that there's not a one-size-fits-all 
uh, when it comes to reaching uh, a good education, that there are multiple pathways or multiple roads that can be taken. And the Real Academy specifically is designed to reach out to those students that for one reason or another have fallen behind in school and it offers a specialized curriculum to them that lets them make up uh, for some of that lost time and catch up to where they should be in school. Well, thank you for being here, and thank you, Mark, as well, for being here. Mr. Wilson, can you tell us what the criteria is for entering the Real Academy? The criteria, uh, the primary criteria for uh, entering the Real Academy is to be two or more years behind in school from grades 4 through 10, and those are the grades we are currently serving. Along with that, there is a contract, uh, an agreement that parents and students go into, uh, that addresses such things as attendance, uh, behavior, work ethic, uh, willingness to put forth an effort, come in every day and do what they need to do uh, with their curriculum. So those are the primary those are the primary things we look at in getting students into the Real Academy. Okay, um, and then is there an application process, and can they join or apply year round, or is it only a certain time of the year? There is an application process. Uh, it is currently an online process that actually uh, begins with the zoned school of the student. And a guidance counselor or an administrator at the, at the student's zoned school would initiate, go online and initiate the application process. This is in collaboration with the parent, talking to the parent and student about the criteria for the academy, uh, what the student is going to need to be willing to do. If they are accepted into it, then once that is submitted, it goes to uh, the district office where uh, a variety of things are reviewed and looked at in terms of whether or not the student meets the criteria for entry. Application process typically will begin at the end for one school year will begin at the end of the previous school year. Uh, there are just so many students that we can accept, so how long it stays open just depends on on how fast the seats fill up. Mm -hmm. uh, if we lose students or seats become open, then it can be opened up again for additional students to come into the academy. Okay. How many students are you currently serving in the Real Academy? And right now we've got about 300 and somewhere between 320 330 students in the real academy at this time and what is your what is the location for classes we actually have we're actually serving students in four locations right now the the uh, we have a site in Lakeland at the Dwight Smith Center which is behind Crystal Lake Middle School kind of between Crystal Lake Middle and Crystal Lake Elementary we have some classrooms at Auburndale High School on their campus we have some classrooms at Boone Middle School in Haines City, and uh, then we have an elementary program uh, for fourth and fifth grade on the campus of Gauze Academy in Bartow. So I just want to go back to a little bit about the application process and um, what do students need to do and their parents, like, I mean, do they come on and do an orientation? Do they do an interview? I mean, how does that work, like, with getting their parents involved? I know they, you know, they do have to sign them up and agree to uh, putting them in there, but what are some other, I guess, responsibilities that they need to do before they get accepted into? Well, I think typically the process would start, again, with 
with either a counselor or an administrator at the zone school, they they have been given information as to what the Real Academy's purpose is and what the Real Academy addresses. So they identify students who they feel like may benefit from being in the Real Academy. Mm -hmm. They talk to the student as well as to the uh, parent about the program and about what we have to offer. Parent does have to agree to the contract that we have as part of that application process. If someone now is out of the school system, you know, in a private school mm -hmm. or a charter school or they're being homeschooled and they're interested in it, I would say that they contact me directly uh, to start off with uh, at 413-2837 is my phone, office phone number. Now, I'm, I like to brag on the fact that I'm not um, as seasoned as some of um, the people who join us at the mic, so I'm a little fresh out of the classroom. Um, but I, I don't recall this program being around when I was in school. So when did the Real Academy first begin? And it wouldn't have been around when you were in school. <laughs> <laughs> but don't, don't tell my age too much. <laughs> we like to say I'm a little younger maybe than I, than I admit. <laughs> well, even if you graduated from high school a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. There, there's so, the answer. So you've got a lot of leeway there. But, uh, actually, last year was the... Uh, first year of the Real Academy, the inaugural year of the Real Academy. So we're going into the second year of its existence this year. What do you want, uh, before we go to break, what do we want to leave our listeners with? Things that, that, that they need to know specifically about Real Academy and, and who it's available to. I know you've kind of touched a lot on that, but what do you want to leave us with? Well, what I'd like to say to uh, to our listeners out there is that in the short time we've been in existence, we have seen some great success stories among students who have come to us who, who for a variety of reasons, have fallen two or more years behind in school. We've seen them make up uh, one, two, even in some cases three years of time by hard work and by sticking to it. It's a program that I believe has great potential and uh, can be of great service to our students. I'm very excited about it, very honored to be a part of it, and I think it speaks very well for our school system for Polk County that uh, that we have implemented this and made it available to our students. Now I'd just like to um, say thank you, Mr. Wilson, because I know somebody personally. My husband mentors a child, and um, he is at your school, and he says he just loves it. I mean, he said really good things about it, and he. I think it's more engaged in school, you know, and it's a smaller setting, you know, with 300, 350 kids or less. <clears throat> and so thank you for the work that you do as an educator. And I know you are passionate about it. You've been in education for a long time. So thank you for changing kids' lives. Well, thank you. And thank you for giving me this opportunity to be here this afternoon. I appreciate it. Well, we're going to continue to unlock the pathways that are available to your students when we get back on Education Talk. You're listening to Talk Nine, Talk 1430 and Talk 96.7 FM. Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, whoa. 
Well, welcome back to Education Talk. Again, this is Jessica Hall and Jeanette Crowley in studio. We're here every Tuesday providing you with information about what's going on in our Polk County Public Schools. And we've been talking for the first half hour about the multiple pathways division of this um, this giant train of um, programs available to students through public education here in Polk County. And uh, we just wrapped it up with uh, Mr. Wilson over at Real Academy. And we'd like to welcome now to the show Angela Purpolis. She's the administrator over at East Area Adult School. Welcome, Angela. Thank you, and thank you for having me. So adult school, it kind of um, has a lot of, um, you know, I don't know, people, do people, let me ask first, and I'm like sidetracking my own thoughts as I'm sitting here, but when we talk about adult education, you have the the technical colleges who are, as we've mentioned, the sponsors of the show, and then we also have our adult education. What's the difference then between a East Area and West Area Adult School and our technical programs? That is a good question, and some people don't know the difference, so I'm glad that you asked. Basically, you can think of it as adult education is like Mr. Hutek mentioned earlier. It's to learn English, uh, maybe prepare for a citizenship exam, and also to prepare for the GED. So we are that stepping stone for students prior to getting to Ridge and Travis because Ridge and Travis is where they're working more on those credentials. They want to be able to um, become more em- employable within our community. And I know um, on our Polk Ed Pathways website, um, you know, your programs are integrated right alongside the technical college programs. But I see here that you have um, TABE testing, you have the general education development, which is your GED, uh, the ESOL, which is English for speakers of another language. So a a few different programs here. Absolutely. You know, um, our major programs really focus on learning English or getting your GED or adult high school diploma. And we believe that by working with our students in these two particular areas, it prepares them for those next steps. So in many ways, if a student has um, dropped out of school, for instance, for whatever circumstances, we're here for them. Or if they've come to this country to better themselves and their families, we're also able to provide them that first step of obtaining the English language. And so we do try to emphasize workforce readiness skills throughout our programs, whether you're here to learn English or you're here to get your GED, because since we are step one for many of our students, we want to make sure that they're able to move on and be successful with whatever they do next. And what are these programs, if you can give us an estimate, what do they cost the the student as they're coming in? Well, we have um, $30 per term, and there's two terms a year. So many students, you know, it kind of depends on where they're starting at to how long they're actually with us uh, and and how much time they're able to devote while they're actually here. So, But it's it's a fairly reasonable price um, for students to be able to start yeah. getting their education. I'd say 30 bucks is reasonable. <laughs> how would a student get involved or what would be their first step in the process? We start with a placement test, um, no matter which program it is, other than citizenship, obviously. But we start with a placement test so that we know exactly what students need. Uh, We don't want to waste time on things that they have already mastered. We focus on any areas that they need to build more strength. So we're looking at those opportunities to grow. So the placement test is either CASAS for your ESOL population or TABE for those that are going for GED or adult high school. And are the students able to join at any time or is it? Absolutely. Uh, We have open enrollment throughout the school year. And so students, it really comes down to the available seats in in particular locations because we cover 
all of eastern Polk County, and West area covers all of western Polk County. So depending on the growth in a particular site would really determine whether or not you could start. But we have open enrollment throughout the entire school year um, at both East and West Area Adult School. Can you tell us the locations of where East and West are located at? Sure. Our main campus for West Area Campus is in Lakeland. Um, and then our main campus for East Area is in Auburndale. But with that said, we, we have many off-sites to cover the entire county. So between the two schools, we have about 20-something sites that literally cover everywhere. So, I, you know, actually, I think the West Area campus is right around the corner from us here. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. You drove across the county, and they're right in our back door. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so we appreciate that. Um, so you were talking about students can join pretty much any time of the year. What about the flexibility of the class times? What are they, when are they offered? Um, and, you know, we really do want our classes to be flexible because we know that a lot of our students are working. So we try to find whatever fits best with the student. We offer day classes, afternoon classes, evening classes, and online classes Monday through Friday. Um, and so it's because we are everywhere in East Polk County, for instance, we're from the Davenport area, Point Siena, all the way down to Fort Meade, Lake Wales, Frostproof. For West Area, they're in Lakeland and, and Mulberry. And, you know, it, it just really depends on the student, on what it is they need. You know, we're there Monday through Friday, various times and, and opportunities for students to do what fits best into their schedule. You kind of mentioned, you know, your your biggest programs, your ESOL and um, your GED. And, you know, I appreciated that you also said that really it's about figuring out where the student's at. So... You've got students who, first of all, it sounds like you're trying to meet their needs geographically. Mm -hmm. And then you're meeting their needs uh, with the availability of class times. Um, so I guess I don't know that this next question even needs to be asked because you've kind of answered it. But, but why should someone attend East Area Adult School? To answer that question, you know, you really have to look at the person. For someone like my husband, for instance, my husband was born in Haiti. And he went to the Dominican Republic to study, and then he came to the United States. Very well-educated man, but when he got here, his opportunities for employment were slim to none because mm. he had slim to zero English. <laughs> so it was very difficult for him to find employment. So for people like that, this is, this is that opportunity to move forward, to better themselves, to better their families, to be able to get a better job to be able to have options so that people can't turn them away because they don't have the skills necessary or the credentials necessary to get a job. And so we're there to help the community, um, and we are working very diligently to try and offer more community-based education opportunities so that you just want to learn about how to write a good resume to get a, to get a job. We're going to try and do that and make sure that you have what you need. Uh, we partner with things like Career Source Polk to try and make sure that Whatever you need, we are there for you, and that we're there to help you move forward. So why adult education? It's all about you. It's all about your future. Your dream is waiting for you, so we're here to help you get started. What a great ambassador you are for your program and the school, so thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And we do say, you know, on our show, the, the intro says we've gotten to believe it's getting better all the time, and 
every week we sit down with you guys and I and we just we feel that exude from our, our educators and our administrators here in Polk County Public Schools. Well, we've been talking multiple pathways, and when we get back, we've got a lot of announcements to share with you guys about what is happening in our schools. We've got events even uh, this evening we want to make sure that you know about so that you can stay connected. You are listening to Education Talk on Talk 1430 and Talk 96.7. Welcome back to Education Talk. This is Jessica Hall. We are talking uh, all day long. We've been discussing the multiple pathways uh, here in Polk County Public Schools. And, um, you know, as I said, we've got a lot going on in our county. And uh, Jeanette, she's got a whole list of announcements set up for you. All right, I hope you're all listening. So going on at 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock tonight, we have a district college fair. Over 60 colleges and universities are going to be at Florida Southern College Fieldhouse. It's over on Lake Hollingsworth Drive. And this is a free, free event for all Polk County students. We highly encourage you to take advantage of this opportunity to speak directly with college admissions representatives. Again, that's happening tonight from 6 to 8 p.m. at Florida Southern College's Jenkins Fieldhouse over on Lake Hollingsworth Drive. We're celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month this month. Students will write an art and essay contest. The deadline is September 9th. Governor Rick Scott is celebrating this month with an art contest, like I mentioned, for grades K through 3, with an essay uh, contest for all the other grade levels. Submissions deadline is this Friday, September 9th. Contest- so you got, what, three days? For the contest? Yeah. Yep. Three days. Three so. days. If you're interested in writing or if you've got a youngin, you could just uh, participate by doing an art project. Those details can be found on the district's homepage. The website is polk-fl.net. Also wanted to share with you that the Florida Department of Health in Polk County reminds us to take the proper steps to stay healthy this school year. I try. You do so much better job at that than me. But tell well, me, tell me, what are the steps? Well, then? Jessica, I would. You're inv- always invited to come with me after the show. I always meet up with my friends at six fifteen for a run. As long as you promise not to run circles around me, <laughs> I am down. <laughs> no, Jessica, we. You can start out slow, okay? Um, good health helps students maintain their regular attendance, which attendance is so key for our students to be successful yeah. and ready to learn. Absolutely. And as a mother of two boys, I'm always encouraging them (laughs) to keep moving. Actually, my 11-year-old, it's one of our favorite things to do. So we do enjoy running together. And his goal, I'm just going to share, is four days a week, I'm going to run with my mom. So I know. It's so sweet. I appreciate that. Good job. Keep it up. (laughs) You're better than me. I try to be a positive influence, Jessica. So (laughs) you can practice healthy living with the 5210 program. The five means that you eat at least five fruits and vegetables every day. Achievable. Two, you limit the screen time to two hours or less per day. Does that include your cell phone? Because that's not not as achievable. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know. It is hard. Everything is moving to electronics nowadays. Um, One, you get one hour or more of physical activity every day and make time to be active. And the zero stands for drink fewer sugar-sweetened drinks. Water, fat-free milk, anything healthy um, is, is highly recommended. I, that one's a hard one. <laughs> that, that, mostly just because of the coffee. So Jessica and I would love to have you join in our conversation. Yes. Email us at radio at polk-fl.net. 
send your comments, share the good news about what's happening here in Polk County. Positive feedback, we're always looking for that. So um, feel free to email us over there and um, share with us about how well we're doing here. Uh, one, a couple other things I did want to mention. Um, the forum, the Leadership Conference, it's a speaker series. Uh, we have a forum on education with Ron Clark on Thursday, September 15th at 4 o'clock at the Polk Theater. This is a free event for educators. Ron Clark is a highly energetic educator, um, and you will not want to miss this show. So for more details, go to seuleadershipforum.com. And before we close, I want to get to Mr. Central Florida. And Uh Mark, I need you to share with our listeners, what is this about? Well, the Central Florida Speech and Hearing uh, uh, Center does a fundraiser every year. And quite honestly, this is the year where I've been chosen to to raise money for them. So I would love to have your support. Go to mrcentralflorida.org. All they right. threw you right in. You're first they to sure the county, did. and you are already wearing your hat as Mr. Central Florida. So Awesome. That, great that organization. Event, great organization. They do a lot of great things for students within our community. And I so need your vote. We need your vote. Every vote, every dollar matters and counts. Uh, October 6th at Sun and Fun is where that event will take place. Well, we always like to hear from you, and if, uh, if, you, if you like what you hear on the show, contact us, radio at polk-fl.net. You can always call into the show, 682-1430. We'll be back next week. You're listening to Education Talk on Talk 1430 and 96.7. We're back next Tuesday between 5 and 6 p.m. with more from our panel. Talk 1430 WLKF.